Good morning. Welcome to All Souls Unitarian Universalist Church. My name is Susan Caldwell, and I'm the Director of Religious Education here at All Souls. I've been a member of this church for almost 15 years and a Unitarian Universalist for 30 years. If you seek to worship with us, then you're welcome here, whatever your age, race, gender, ethnicity, ability, origin, orientation, identity, or background. We want to extend a special welcome to all of our guests, whether you're worshiping with us for the first time or you've been with us a number of times. We're glad you're here. We ask that you please complete one of the blue cards in the backs of the pews and either place it in the offering plate or hand it to one of the greeters in the foyer. We want to know that you're here, how you found us, and whether or not you would like an invitation to get on our email list and to receive our newsletter online. Are there any visitors who would like to stand and briefly introduce yourselves or any members with guests that you would like to introduce? <laughs> well, if you're here for the first time, you are very welcome. Please know that. We won't put you on the spot. Um, you've come here on a very special day for a very different service. At the end of every religious education year, we celebrate the achievements and transitions of our young people and honor our graduates. If this is your first visit, come back a few times to discover the diversity of our community and our services. We have coffee and snacks down in the social hall after the service, and we look forward to getting to know you. Today, there's also cake in honor of our graduates, Charlie Caldwell and, we hope, Mac Orchard. Um, announcements and activity information are included with your order of service. Um, read through these and take them home with you for future reference. Feel free to join us for any of the events listed. Membership in this church is open to all who are willing to support and participate in the life of this church, who contribute financially to the extent that they are able, and who affirm the principles of Unitarian Universalism. To learn more about our faith and about this congregation, we invite you to talk to someone at the membership table in the back or to attend a newcomer information session. And I believe there is one immediately following today's service. Is that right? Oh, is it next week? It, it, it. I don't know. Is Ron Thurston? Anyway, we will find that out for you. I think it's next week. Um, also, this morning, we will have um, a second collection for Northern and Central Louisiana Interfaith. We will make that as easy as possible if you would like to. Interfaith is, a, is an organization of which our congregation is a member that works across lines of geography, um, religion, socioeconomic status, race, to accomplish social change in our communities. Some of the things they've done include um, extending the bus hours for people who work at night so that they're able to get to their jobs. And uh, they're working with... Um, a lot of neighborhoods on neighborhood revitalization and a number of very important um, projects. They do have a Facebook presence if you'd like to learn more. If you would stand as you are comfortable and join us in the unison affirmation. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest for truth is its sacrament and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace to seek knowledge and freedom, to serve human need to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred. Thus do we covenant with each other.
to touch inward springs, to awaken the soul, to excite and cherish spiritual life. We try to carry this as a pervading theme through our entire religious education year, but especially in this final pillar of the year, personal spiritual growth and development. At this time, we introduce spiritual practices that we hope the children will make a part of their lives for years to come. The middle school class this pillar did the UU Gospel According to the Simpsons. One of the episodes the class watched was One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blowfish. The Simpsons decide to go out to dinner to a new sushi restaurant, and after sampling every other offering on the menu, Homer orders the blowfish, which, if not cut perfectly, can be poisonous. An apprentice sushi chef believes that he has cut the fish incorrectly, and Homer is sent to the hospital where his doctor informs him that he has ingested, that if he has ingested the poison, he has 24 hours to live. And if you've ever seen the episode, he actually goes through all of the Kubler-Ross stages of death right there in the doctor's office. Oh my God, I'm so angry. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's classic Homer. Um, Homer, believing that he is going to die, makes a to-do list of important things to accomplish in his last 24 hours on earth. What would you do if you only had 24 hours to live? What would be on your list? Yeah. By myself? Yeah, just paragraph. Eating a hearty breakfast, bear... Sorry, here's some elements. Some elements of Homer's list are regular, day-to-day things. Eating a hearty breakfast, bear with the boys at the bar, dinner with the family... But they would be more special knowing that it would be the last breakfast, beer, and dinner with his friends and family. What regular day-to-day things would you want to include in your last day? Some things on Homer's list are unique expressions of love for the important people in his life. Making a videotape for his baby daughter Maggie, having a man-to-man talk with Bart, and of course one of the things he says in that man-to-man talk is always say I wasn't there, I wasn't there (laughs) so it may not be the most constructive but you know, again, it's Homer Um, he listens to Lisa play her saxophone he makes peace with his dad he spends time alone with his wife Marge what people and unique expressions of love would be important to you during your last day would you reach out to make make up with someone and settle a conflict on a, more, on a more negative note, Homer also wants to tell off his boss, telling him all the angry things he's been thinking all along. Is there some, someone in your life that, would, that you would want to tell off? Would it, be, would it be possible for you to make your feelings know and deal with the issue in a more constructive way right now in your life? Figuring that you would have more than one day to live. Or if this isn't practical, is there some way for you to walk away from dealing with this person or to change your own behavior and thinking to make it easier to interact with him or her? Homer wants to do something he's never done before, go hang gliding. Is there something that you have never done before that you would want to do on your last day? He he wants to do something positive for the future, like planting a tree. Is there something you would like to do in your last day that would be positive and carry on past your own life? Would it, what would it be? Although there's no mention on Homer's list of God, faith, or spirituality, he does listen to a CD of the good book as he goes to sleep finally at the end of the day. Would there be anything on your last day list that relates to your personal religious beliefs or practices? What would it be? Yeah. Okay. 
Ultimately, Homer decides that some of the things on his list, like hang gliding and telling off the boss, are not as important as he thought, and he devotes more time to his children, his father, and his wife. Try making your own list, pretending you have only 24 hours to live. Then decide which items on the list you can do now, each day, to grow your spirit and to live more fully. Live a last day life, and you will be living in appreciation. Thank you, John Wesley. I appreciate that. Our appreciation extends not only to our own community, but to the wider community of which we are a part. And in that spirit, we will take two collections this morning, the second one being for Northern and Central Louisiana Interfaith. And I believe our only high schooler here today is our graduate, Charlie Caldwell. Charlie Caldwell is a young man I've known all his life. And then some. I've said it over and over, but it's the truth. This is someone that I would like and want to know, even if I hadn't given birth to him. This is someone who said to me at the age of five, you know, Mom, it's always the present. Even when I'm six, it'll be right now. There are really old people still trying to figure that one out. He's one of the most thoughtful people I've ever met in every sense of that word, kind and considerate, and also someone who looks deeply and thoughtfully into the issues that puzzle or concern him. He is the son of Steve Caldwell, who's up in the um, balcony, and myself, and the younger brother of Delia, who wanted to be here with us today, but her work schedule precluded that. Charlie graduated yesterday from Parkway High School in Bossier City, where he distinguished himself academically and musically. As a baritone player, he made the All-State Band his junior and senior year, and he was also the jazz band drummer in his senior year. In the fall, he will be attending LSU Baton Rouge, majoring in political science, and he auditions tomorrow morning for Tiger Band. Please welcome Charlie Caldwell. Good morning. <clears throat> I found that while writing this, I was having quite the mental block about what to put on the pages. You would think that with 15 years to think about this, I wouldn't have any trouble jotting down some thoughts about my time with this church. But I did. As I sat and stared blankly into the empty Word document, I reminisced on just about every memory I have, trying to think of a viable to- topic to speak on. Right when I was starting to think that this sermon would never be finished, I had an epiphany. This church has not affected me in any singular way. This church has completely influenced every aspect of my life in the best way possible. When I look back on myself at a young age, I start to see so many instances where the teachings bestowed on me by this church have helped, to make them, have helped me to make them more intelligent and forward decisions on important issues, whether it was respecting others' views or interacting kindly with the people around me. This church was probably the place where I learned it. As I grew older, I realized that many people are not treated equally by our society, Going through the religious education program at All Souls has helped me to care for all the people of the world, regardless of the way they were born. With so much hate in the world, it is important to have a place like All Souls that stands up for those who have been abused by society. This church is also on the forefront of a new civil rights movement. The recent decision to start the process of becoming a welcoming congregation is a great example of this church's willingness to stand up for the rights of all. 
This is a great thing for all souls to do. Everyone in this congregation should be proud of the decision they made and the effect it will have on the future. Know that what you have done is a great thing that will not only shine a positive light on the church, but on every person in it. The church has been so important in my life. There were many times when I really did not want to wake up on Sundays and show, but when I arrived, I was always glad I had. Sitting in a service is a great way to spend some time on a Sunday morning. Listening to the excellent music and thought-provoking words can really help lift you up after a tough week. Sitting in the sanctuary for the last decade and a half has really given me some time to admire its beauty. This room will always feel special to me anytime I come back to town. The sanctuary would not be complete, however, if it was not filled with happy UUs every Sunday. After all, it is just mortar and granite. The people of this congregation are really what make it such a special place to be. I would like to thank you all for being part of this institution that has supported me in my life since the age of five. I am sure I'm not, I would not be who I am today if it were not for the valuable lessons I learned on my way through life in this church. As I make my exit into the world of bigger and better things, I would like to leave this congregation with all the love and gratitude I can give. Thank you for being here. This knowledge that I will always have a spiritual home will help me feel more planted in the ground as I face the many twists and turns that life tw tends to throw at you. The last 15 years here seem to have slipped away rather too quickly, but I assure you, they were not wasted. Thank you. I love you all. Traditionally, new babies in our faith receive a rose with all of the thorns removed, signifying the gift of beauty that life will bring and the shelter and protection that we as a community will provide. Customarily, in the Unitarian Universalist Church, we give our graduates a rose that still has the thorns to signify that life is still beautiful, but now we cannot always protect you from everything. However, what I discovered today is that florists tend to want to cut the thorns off these days. So I've decided there's an additional lesson that, yes, we can't, you want to always have somebody looking out for you necessarily, but florists will. <laughs> and finally, I want to quickly recognize our college graduate this year, Paige Parker. She will graduate from Centenary this afternoon, and because we didn't catch you in high school, we'd like for you to have a portable world Bible and the book Stone Blessings as well. Will you come up? I left out something really, really important that I don't want to leave out. Sometimes there is a whole family that makes such a difference in the church that when they leave, it's a really big impact. And, and in our, I know we're going to be recognizing them on other occasions, but in the RE program especially, um, I wanted to recognize Sharon Swanson and John Wesley Lauer because they're going to be leaving us and moving to St. Louis and also Dennis Lauer who can't be with us today. But if you guys would come up, um, their family has just really signified what total commitment can be. Both Sharon and Dennis have served on the board and in that capacity have been such great advocates for religious education and also have uh, taught in the program practically every year and brought so much energy and innovation and
And now for what we have received this morning and all year long, and for what we are about to receive, may we be truly, truly thankful. <laughs> 